If you're a smart, strong, successful woman who has everything but a man, you may not identify as a fearful person. But as a dating coach who's been helping women like you for 17 years, I can tell you definitively that fear plays a major factor in how you approach dating. Fear of being alone for the rest of your life, fear of dating and rejection, fear of getting stuck in a bad relationship. Whether you're afraid of one of those things or all of those things, it's going to have a serious impact on your love life. In this Love You podcast, we're going to explore those fears and show you how to conquer them. Stick around. I'm Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to discover the three main fears that stop you from finding love. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. So as I said in the intro, uh, we're going to be discussing three fears today. And I really want you to not necessarily write them down, but, but hold them up so you can see them because they're all so common and so pertinent. Fear of being alone for the rest of your life, fear of dating and rejection, and fear of getting stuck in a bad relationship. All of these are born out of real life experiences and are somewhat contingent upon your past and your most recent dating experience. Obviously, if you are 50 and you've never been married before, you're going to have a consideration about whether this is it and whether you're going to be alone for the rest of your life. If you've been in a 10-year relationship that was completely soul-sucking, well, yeah, you're going to be afraid of getting stuck in something like that. The hardest part, as you recognize, is that all three of the fears that I mentioned can apply to you. It's not something that you, you just do one or the other. You could be afraid of being alone forever and fear rejection and fear settling on the wrong guy. So how do we break this into its components and, and try to tackle each of these individually? How do we make sure that you're not paralyzed by fear? Well, first, let's recognize that fear is normal. Uh, it's a famous quote. I love using it. Mark Twain, courage is not the absence of fear. It's acting in spite of it. We are all afraid. But when you make fear dictate all of your choices in life, what happens, right? It's being afraid to get in the pool because you might drown. It's being afraid to get on a plane because it might crash. So if you're afraid of being alone for the rest of your life, what is that going to do? Well, it's going to allow you to put up with terrible treatment from a man who makes you feel small, who makes you feel criticized, who makes you feel unsafe or anxious or gaslighted, all because you'd rather be in a relationship and have a man, the validation of having a partner, than to be alone. And we all know people, maybe you are someone, who always has someone. Now, if you're afraid of dating and rejection, you may avoid online dating because online dating, the act of doing so, hurts too much. The problem with being afraid of online dating and rejection is that if you don't date online and you don't run the risk of rejection, you're never actually going to find love, right? It's wanting to lose weight without going on a diet, that kind of thing. Dating is, however distasteful you may find it, dating is the path to love. In the same way that a job interview is job interview is a path to getting a better job. So if you avoid dating entirely because dating is just so draining and such so hurtful to your self-esteem, 
when you step out of dating, you're all but ensuring that you're going to be alone indefinitely. And you make that calculation somewhere in your head that being alone is better than dating because at least you're not getting hurt by guys. You're not getting disappointed by guys. You're not getting used by guys. So I would rather stay here, right? but I'm never going to be able to get here. I'm never going to be able to find love. It's objectively not dating is far, far worse path than dating when it comes to the objective of finding love. And finally, if you're afraid of being in the wrong relationship, it means that you don't trust your own judgment. It means that you don't know how to set boundaries. And I want to remind you, this is another thing that's normal, especially if every relationship you've ever had resulted in a painful breakup. You may wonder if happy, healthy love is even a possibility. Right? You've heard me on these podcasts and talk about my relationship and love you clients who fall in love, gotten married, had families. Right? And so you wonder is that even available to me? Is that even possible? Your belief may be, what's the point of even getting started on this track? Why would I ever sign up with a dating coach if the end result is that all couples fight, all marriages end in divorce, and you've never had any experience feeling safe, heard, or understood by a man in your entire life? Why would this time be any different? So that's why we need to have this conversation. Right? to engage in some nuanced thinking, to get to the bottom of what are essentially limiting beliefs, another term we talk about here relatively frequently. So is it reasonable for you to feel that you may never find the man of your dreams if you've been struggling for 40 years or 50 years? Of course it is. At the same time, you're not the same woman that you were 10 years ago or five years ago or even two years ago. At any given point in time, you have a choice to make different choices with men than you've made in the past to alter your destiny. The idea that your past completely dictates your future. Gosh, I hope not. I went on 300 dates and had some terrible relationships that helped to inform what I was looking for. So there's no reason your past has to repeat itself. So think about that. At any point in time, even if you feel that there's a script that's running your life, you have a choice to make a different choice, whether it's engaging with a dating coach or just choosing to set boundaries and let go guys who don't treat you well and choose nicer guys. Right? You can do this on your own with support, however you like, but your past doesn't have to dictate your future because we intellectually recognize what's more likely to leave you alone for the rest of your life, giving up on love, or going out with one new guy a week and learning to date more effectively? You already know my answer to that. So next, is it reasonable to worry about the sting of rejection when you're dating online prolifically? Of course it is, nobody likes to get rejected, but there's multiple ways of processing rejection. In your version, or what I'm guessing your version is, you feel that it hurts too much you're too fragile to handle it. You don't want to handle it. So it's just simply better to avoid it than to face it. In my version, right, you're the CEO, and if any man doesn't want a job at your company, it's his loss. Your version is disempowering. It doesn't get you where you want to go. Mine's far more empowering to think that every single person who rejects you just eliminates themselves from the lottery of getting the opportunity to be part of your life. So I know I traffic in a lot of mixed me metaphors, but I, I do think that they serve a purpose because they make things come, come to light really visually. You can't become an Olympic swimmer without getting wet. You just can't. You can never get good at anything 
without doing it. You can't date online without getting rejection, without getting rejected. You can't fall in love without dating. So once you understand that dating, right, and rejection isn't personal, no more personal than it is when you meet some guy, you're like, oh, he seems like a nice guy, he's just not for me. It's not a rejection of you in totality. It doesn't mean you're a loser, you're meant to be alone forever. You've rejected a lot of guys, right? It's just part of the process, the sorting and sifting process, like putting on a pair of shoes and seeing if it fits. And if it doesn't fit, you just put on another pair of shoes. So once you understand it's no more personal than a pair of shoes not fitting, maybe you can start to embrace this process and embrace the turnover of dating and the excitement and not get so sick when you're riding that roller coaster. So what if I told you, you had to go on one mediocre date per week for the next six months, but in six months, you would find the love of your life and never have to go on a date again. Would you do it? I bet you would. Finally, is it reasonable to worry about getting stuck in a bad relationship? Especially if you have a history of bad relationships, the answer is yes. But at the same time, if you're listening to me harp on the idea that good relationships are easy and you should feel safe, heard, and understood, and your man has to exhibit kindness, consistency, communication, commitment, and character to be a good partner, if you just take that, what you hear on a podcast, on a YouTube channel, if you just take those ideas that I just repeated, and I tend to repeat ad nauseum, how could you ever find yourself in a bad relationship if those are the guidelines you're using? Good relationships are easy. You should feel safe, heard, and understood. A man should exhibit kindness, consistency, communication, character, and commitment. So the love you way is simply to dump any man who's not actively enhancing your life and making you feel better about yourself. And if that means you have to be alone for a long time on your search or reject 90% of men, it's better than being stuck in a bad relationship. So the fear, oh my God, I'm going to find myself in a bad relationship. Not if you don't allow yourself to be in a bad relationship, you won't. Not if you reject someone who doesn't treat you well, you won't. So my point of going through all this, these permutations and taking the time to do so is that I want to acknowledge you're absolutely entitled to your fears. Lots of shit goes wrong in dating. Right? especially if you look at your past. But by using the tools that I'm outlining here and that I go into greater detail on when I'm coaching you and love you, there is no reason to let those fears run your life or to expect that the worst case scenario is going to happen. I have thousands, thousands of success stories from women who, just like you, were afraid and overcame that fear to find lasting love. I believe you can too. If you let fear dictate your dating choices, right, you can change. I promise you. Do me a favor. Post your thoughts in the comments below, and I will respond and tell you how to reframe those fears and date with confidence. I really hope to help you. Thank you so much. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you have everything except a man and you want to have a happy, healthy relationship, I can help you. In Love You, you will gain confidence, learn to trust your judgment, and find a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click to watch my free video. When you're done, you could apply to Love You to join hundreds of other smart, strong, successful women in a coaching community where women like you actually get the love you deserve. I'll see you there.